You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There is not a bald spot on my entire body, Sarah. I don't know. That sounds a little suspect. I, I am tired of these rumors. These speculations. I'm a man who likes his. It hats. is very strange, though, that you wear hats like all the way through the summer when it's like you know 90 degrees outside. Yet you continue to be like, no, this is my fashion statement. I need to wear my hat. Okay, number one, I don't say it's a fashion statement. I just happen to be a man who likes hats, and also it keeps the hair out of my eyes. Sure, but I like to keep the long hair. Does it keep the hair out of your eyes? It keeps or the hair does out of it my keep eyes. The hair on your head. That is. <laughs> how dare you spread these rumors? <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Where and how have you listened? It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via, via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Sorry, I'm laughing at some of the rumors that are being uh, speculated about me. Are they rumors? Is that what they are? We're going to get to these. We're going to address this finally once and for all. This is something that's been ongoing, I feel like, for five years of this show. <laughs> we need to get to the bottom of it. And You're it's, so brave, Greg. I am brave, and I'm, I want to get to the, I want the truth to be out there, Sarah. That's all I'm saying. Also, if you also enjoy, enjoy hats, you can pick one up at funemploymentradio.com slash shop right now. Go there, order one, have it shipped out to you. Or you can also pick one up at Asylum on uh, 37th and Hawthorne. You sure can. You can get it. You can go in there, try it on. Mm-hmm. See, uh, you know, put it on your exact fit. Look at yourself in the mirror. See how amazing you look. Okay. And go purchase it. And now support two local businesses at the same time. All of those things are right, but the way you just said it sounded creepy for some reason. The way that, way that you I were implying it. I think you're deflecting the there, creepy right now. On. No, you're, you're the creepy one, Greg. God dang it. Why am I the creepy one? You're always the creepy one. Asylum is not creepy, though. Asylum is awesome. (laughs) Asylum, not creepy. Every time we do a spot for them, we we turn it into something. Somehow we screw it up. Asylum, they're not creepy. (laughs) I'm sure Anton and Deb appreciate that. (laughs) They're not creepy. They're They're like the opposite of creepy. Asylum is awesome. So basically, they're they're on the exact opposite spectrum of Greg Nibbler. (laughs) (laughs) Across the street from the Baghdad Theater right here in Portland, Oregon, southeast 37th and Hawthorne. All right. So... You I a think little, a little a little flustered today. I think it's not the fact that now I want to ma- be clear here because I've gotten some flack from uh, gentlemen who are uh, follically challenged about about the whole bald thing. You know because I I seem I come off a little bit defensive sometimes. Well, you come off a little baldest. I I'm not baldest at all. You are like you're making fun of people. Like it it almost seems like you're not being supportive. No, I am. I am. So you're trying to pay back people if they're like tall and bald just because you know you're short and hairy. <laughs> wow. Yes, a proud, proud race of short and hairy people. So no, <laughs> you are. no. You what I'm no, I'm not baldest. I'm not at all. You know, and that's fine. If people are losing their hair, I understand. Maybe it'll happen to me someday. Maybe it's already happening. God forbid. No. God forbid. Are you just Maybe it'll happen to me someday. It. No. I, the thing is, it is not happening. Right now, I'm, I have a full head of hair, and I feel like this rumor has followed me around forever just because I'm a man who happens to like some hats. You know, I've worn stocking caps for 20-some years, just like my wallet chain, and that's just who I am. It's what I like. It keeps the hair out of my, out of my face. It's not a, not a fashion statement. I just think that if it's been you know, like definitively proven, then it wouldn't still be a thing all these years later. 
Like it's still it's still a question in people's minds. Okay, I'm going to bring up. So so we have the of course if you're listening live right now, there's a live subscription based service to our show where you can listen live and then you get to go into the chat and and can kind of chat along with the show. And I just want to tell you some of the rumors that are being speculated in this chat about whether or not I am in fact balding. Okay, number one, I am not balding. Well, I don't know. I see you every day, but then again, you wear a hat every day. I wear a hat a lot. It's true. Like it, even like in the brilliant sunshine, for some reason, Greg likes to wear a hat. I don't a like a stocking to, cap I on don't, top of his head. My, I have curly, messy hair. It's a mess. It's it's doesn't look good. I don't really sometimes. see the back of you a lot. Like I think you could probably have like a little hot spot starting there. What? <laughs> a what? A little, little bald hot spot. Where a bald hot spot. Yeah, it's where you know where where it's all beginning. Because everyone, you know, not, <laughs> I don't have because hot there spots. Are the people, they're the they're the folks who might you know get like the widow's peak kind of thing. You know, who get like the it starts to like go back a little bit. Yeah. in the front, and then there's which the is hot, fine if that's happening to someone out there. That's yeah, not what I'm saying. I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about Greg. Mm. No, and then there's the hot spot where it's like the little it's, circle. What do you mean? <laughs> it's not called a hot spot. It's like the circle on the on the back that kind of starts, which just like slightly th- like like for example, Kenny B has a hot spot. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, but it's not called a hot spot. This is a term you have created. I don't think anybody wants to say, "Yeah, I got a hot spot." It's flaring up. That doesn't sound good. A hot spot sounds like something that would be happening in a different region of the body. I don't, I don't know. What? A hot spot? Ew. I got, got myself another hot spot. You know, that's the way that sounds, <laughs> that sounds when I'm hearing awful. this. Well, you're implying that I have hot spots on my head. All right. Well, I'm saying okay. So you're like being you're getting all up in arms because you because people continue to speculate that what that you're slightly balding. Well, I think it's not just that. It's the theories behind people. Act. I think people actually believe this, and they also the the part that I find a little more offensive is the fact that they think I'm going to all of these lengths to cover it up. If I were bald, if I were balding, you are an actor. If I were balding, I would be bald and proud. I would be showing it off to the world. I probably wouldn't, no. but I'm not, so I'm okay with saying that. You already that. have the big strike against you, like you know, because you're a short man. <laughs> Wait, I'm why just is saying, this a strike you're against me? To, you know, you're always already dealing you're saying with that. I'm already at a disadvantage in <laughs> you're life. Already at a disadvantage. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> um. So people, how, how who have much known can you for, kick him around? <laughs> people who've known you for years, uh, like our friend Shockwave in the chat, who uh, we see every summer at Tropical Summer, which is right around the corner. Uh, he said, "I've seen Greg without a hat." Uh, explaining at the pool. Tropical Summer really quick. That is a pool that Sarah breaks into and pretends that she lives there. Break at, at into an is complex. very strong wording. It's at an apartment complex, and she pretends like she lives there. Well, that's that's more accurate. That's I'm, more accurate. If I ever go there, I just pretend I'm a guest. I don't pretend I live there. All right, but anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, our friend Shock says I've seen Greg without a hat at the pool, but the only time I see him from behind is when he's spinning around in the water. <laughs> so I can neither confirm nor deny. That's true. I spin around in the water so that way I don't get kicked out when I'm over there because they have the person that comes around and checks the passes. But the key thing to staying in a pool that you're not allowed to be in, get out into the middle of the pool. And then when the person's walking around to check passes, always slightly turn so you can never make eye contact with them. And it would be a real pain for them to have to track you down. And also, um, suddenly you can't hear anything. So you, you don't really notice anybody else. Sure, you just spin around. Yep, spin around. Mm. It's a spin technique. Works every time. Well, I don't understand if you're, you know, if you're so confident in your hair and you know yeah. that you're not, you, you claim you're not balding, then why do you get so worked up about it? Well, I'm not worked out. It's the, I think the reason I'm... Why does it, if it's not happening, as you're saying it's not happening, like why get so emotional about no, people speculating? It's because people think that I'm going to such extreme measures to cover this up. Well, then that's not about your hair. That's about you. Well, there's all kinds of things. So no, another, no, they're thinking that there's something wrong with you. Another, that you're like, that's your vanity. 
is what people are seeing. Well, another what they're thinking. theory that Keelan's trying to put out there right now, Keelan, of course, my former roommate, Keelan is, is claiming that I have different hats that have different kinds of hair that stick out of the bottom of it so it can look like I get a haircut or not a haircut. And the, the, So basically I have hair hats that I wear that cover it up. I do not have hair hats. I don't indeed. I have no hats with hair attached to them. Putting that on record. That is out there now. That is in the ether. That is, this is Greg's public declaration it's of my not public declaration. a proud non-owner of hair hats. It's me standing up for myself and squashing these rumors and these uh, untruths that have been spoken about me. Wow. There's a lot of them out there. You have a lot of like actual things going on in your life, and this is the thing you're choosing to stand for. I'm just saying <laughs> I, should, I do not have any hot spots on my body. It's a real hot spot. It is not. I'm a pretty hairy guy. I'm, I will admit this. That's pretty, true. comma hairy guy, or pretty hairy guy. I'm all of these. All of, okay. No, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a hairy man. I'm a hairy man. I can admit this. Ew. I got a Tom Selleck chest. It's very hairy. I have no words. I have. What is that? Not a thing. Well, no, I don't think you're supposed to describe yourself as having a Tom Selleck chest. Oh, oops. You're not supposed to that know sound weird? that's what that is. Yes, it sounds weird. No, I don't know. I watched Magnum P.I. The man had a hairy chest. I got a hairy chest, too. So you're watching Magnum P.I. and then you're comparing your chest to Magnum P.I. Pretty much. It's kind of how I look at myself. All right. I was just checking. All right. Well, now it seems weird. Now you made me feel weird about that. I don't even know I just don't think that that's something that you're supposed to say about yourself. (laughs) Okay. Well, then I'm uh, fine. I won't say it, but I'm not ashamed of it, Sarah. I will not be ashamed. I will not be ashamed of it. Greg, you stand proud. (sighs) I will. All right. Well, it's... Let's let's move on to something else here because I feel like I need to take a take a breath on this. We're concentrating too much on my problems. I got to bring up a problem of yours. I don't have and any problems. It, it starts here at our studio. So of course we we record and broadcast from Southeast Portland. We have a fine, wonderful recording studio and broadcasting studio where it's we're both fine and wonderful, both fine and wonderful, and wonderfully refined. And we're broadcasting from here. And we also have a green room, which is. Actually, uh, the the paint is literally green. It is a green room, and it's a little hangout area in there. And I'm starting to be a little bit concerned About because what? of all of the effort that we have put into making that room very nice to hang out in and relax and prepare for shows. Seems to be kind of an issue lately of a couple of things. One, I I've, I was waiting for you to make, take some action on your own and try. Oh, to- Oh, you're going to be waiting a long time. And try to try to try to solve this problem. Over Christmas, Sarah likes to bring in a fake tree that she has. I do. You plug it in, and it has lights. It's, it's really, a it's, really it's a pretty. small fake tree by tree standards. It sits on a table, and yes, it does have some lights on it. And then she decorates it with different ornaments. Christmas, mind you, was four and a half months ago. No, it is April sixteenth. 2015. It's getting closer to the time where Christmas is going to be closer than six months from now. It is still here in our studio, blocking our window. Also, it's gotten to the point now where I feel like I have to explain it to guests when they come in. You know, Sarah, we have Bridgetown Comedy Festival is coming up, which Bridgetown Comedy Festival happens every year here in Portland. It is fantastic. And get your tickets, bridgetowncomedy.com. And one of the great things about it is we're part of uh, part of the whole event, you know. So you'll see our logo on banners and stuff like that, and we'll have uh, a lot of the comedians stopping by here, our stopping by our studio, comedians from out of town, some big names that are probably going to be coming through here, and they're going to walk into this studio, and they're going to see a Christmas tree sitting 
on a table well, clearly the first I thing would, they walk in. I, would take I know out- Bridgetown is our Christmas, Sarah, because of the, the comedy side of it. However, I don't think they need to see the Christmas tree in there. Well, I'm, I would have taken the Christmas tree down before Bridgetown, but now you've kind of challenged me, so I feel like I have to keep it up. I don't think I'm challenging you. I'm not, it's not a challenge. It's, you, should be, you should be sitting there thinking, you're right, Greg, I've brought in too much stuff and I've left it here. Maybe I have a problem. Thank you for pointing out my problems for me, and uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to fix that and remove that. That was the way I would think it is. Because you've not only brought in that, Wait, you why, also so brought in... So you're picking in, today to pick on me about the Christmas tree? Well, you also have brought up your uh, your dumpster mirror. You do... You, we've admitted this before. You well, do I'm like going to keep the dumpster mirror in there. The dumpster mirror looks great. You, oh. We need to have a mirror in there. It looks good. So you're, you're, you're going to leave your dumpster findings in our wonderful green room that we pay good money for it's not a dumpster finding it is a very nice high quality mirror where did you find the mirror i found it outside outside where sarah where the cars are parked in, in, the, in parking the parking lot. lot what part of the parking lot would that have been in it was it was near a car yeah was it closer to something else nope what was it leaning against oh, there was like a tree there was a tree close mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there couldn't have possibly been a giant dumpster that it was leaning no. against when you found it, it wasn't leaning against the dumpster <laughs> it might have been like kind of close to it, but it uh-huh. wasn't near. It wasn't in the dumpster. You're sure. acting like it, like was covered in feces and like stuck in the dumpster. I don't and know. I dug around. Did you clean it. it before you brought it up here? I cleaned it when I brought it up here. What See, am I supposed to do? I don't have like my cleaning. It was just sitting down there, covered in feces. Oh my god. Well, the thing is, I feel like this is becoming an issue. Like you're, you're bringing in a lot of stuff. You're not taking stuff outside, and it made me think of something because we've talked about your apartment before. And how, you know, you, you like to collect things. You, you collect different stuff. Well, I do have some memorabilia. Some memorabilia. That's what we'll call it. And, you know, you've got a, you've got a smaller apartment. And I thought maybe I could just give you a quiz on something. A, a quiz on what? I've got a, I've, I'm concerned and I've got a quiz here. And I just want you to answer yes or no to these questions. And then I'll tell you what the results are. Okay, so um, number one, this is going to be, I think, I just want you to answer honestly on these. Number one, are any household exits blocked by storage in your house, your apartment? No, I only have one entrance and exit, so no. Are any interior doors unable to open completely due to storage and clutter? Now, that could mean any kind of door in there. Well, yes. A couple... A door, yeah. There's a door that's blocked by storage and clutter. Yeah, just one. Okay. Are the bathtub, toilets, and sink in poor working order or, or unable to be used due to storage? No, they all work. Are the kitchen area, sink, stove, and refrigerator not working or inaccessible due to clutter or disrepair? I'm cleaning up my refrigerator today. I, well, I did run out of room right now is what right now is what we're talking about. All right. Yes. Okay. Are you not able to enter and use all rooms due to your accumulation well, of I possessions? I only have one room, so no, I, I can enter my room. Okay. Are you unable to sleep in your bed because there's little space left for you on it? No. 
I sleep with a lot of pillows, but that's the But only you reason. can sleep on the bed. Yes, okay. of course. I don't sleep with stuff on my bed. Okay. Are there any situations that could cause safety concerns, such as dangerous electrical cord connections, storage of large quantities of newspapers, <laughs> books, and miscellaneous paper, clothing, or purchases filling up your dwelling? Do you have large stacks of clothes? Yes. Are you accumulating a large number of, of pets? Are pet accidents causing unsanitary no, conditions? No, I have no pets. <laughs> I don't have pet accidents. I don't smell like cat pee. Yet. Uh, are you unable to deal with ants, rats, mice, roaches adequately? Do you, Wait, I do don't you have, have pests? any of those. No, I don't have any pests. I know you had bugs in your kitchen. I did not have bugs in my kitchen. Okay. All right, so that part's all right? Yes. No, I don't have anything living besides myself in there. Are there narrow paths leading through your house... <laughs> Lined with storage or clutter. Do you have pathways? I don't have pathways. No, no. I mean, I have to like maneuver through like my clothes pile to get to like my like a corner lamp thing. But okay, but it's not like in the middle of the room. That's like at the end of my bed. Okay. All right. Well, here's the results. But I have I have the results right here. To some of the ones that you answered yes, of course. It says, answering yes to many of these questions may mean you have a serious issue and should seek professional assistance to make your household safe and secure and usable again. Sarah, you may have a problem. This well, is what this is saying. And this is the way that you're trying to get me to deal with my problem is by taking my Christmas tree home no, I'm and just, making more clutter? No, really. I'm just trying to keep you from bringing your pro- problem to the workplace. That's really what I'm trying to do. What you do in your own time, that's, that's your own business. The shaming worked? Wow. Whatever. Holy crap, I can't believe that actually worked. All right, well, then you need to get that little... Speaking of hoarding, your little shit pile over there is starting to grow. It's not a pile of shit. No, Greg has, like, bags of stuff that he just kind of sticks in the corner and hopes that nobody All right, we're not having a tattletale session. Oh, wait, you just can call me out on the Christmas tree and I can't call you out on your your clutter corner? It's... We're not being tattletales here, Sarah. We're doing things out of love and trying. I, I love that you're calling me a tattletale when I bring up the exact same thing. Well, let's just say usually the one that goes second is the one that's tattling. That's how that usually works. That's exactly not how it works. What are you talking about? I don't have hot spots. That's the bottom line. Well, I'm sorry. Now I guess I know uh, how to get you super defensive. Like it wasn't. I'm short... not trying to be defensive. It wasn't I'm the just short saying... thing all along. It was just the balding thing. No, I'm saying I'm not trying to cover it up. I'm not covering. I have nothing to hide. And as I said at the start of the show, there's not a bald spot on my entire body. All right, let's do a little bit of. Um... We do some world of crazy. We can, but don't ever say I don't have a bald spot on my entire body again. And then compare yourself to Magnum PI. <laughs> You're like so delusional. Magnum PI chest. When you do like an online dating profile, I hope to God that you write, I have a Magnum PI chest. <laughs> you think that'll work? I absolutely think it will work. I think all the ladies will come running because they want to see a big 70s hairy bodied man. You got a Magnum PI chest. I will say though, I do prefer body hair to lack of body hair. I dated someone years ago who shaved his chest. That, that did not do it. That just seems me. like a lot of work. It was a lot of work, and it was all, like, stubbly, and it's like, all right, your face is already stubbly, and now you have, like, a stubbly chest. It's like, you're a man. You're supposed to be hairy. Be a man. Wow. I'm just saying. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, every day's a good day when I can start off my world of crazy with a little Titanic news. Oh, God. The Titanic is in the news, Greg. Why? The Titanic. Well, a wooden deck chair from the doomed Titanic cruise is set to go up for auction. One of the deck chairs from the actual first class deck that the Richie Riches were sitting on on the Titanic okay. before, before the sinking and what have you is going up for auction. How did they get this? Well, they found it. So it's a Nantucket recliner. It was on the first de- uh, class deck of the ill-fated vessel that sank in 1912. It's too delicate to sit on. However, it's not too delicate to look at. And look at it you can if you have a lot of money because they're going to be auctioning it off. Uh, so it's expected to fetch uh, about $115,000. For a chair. For a chair that was on the Titanic the day that it sunk. So uh, it's one of the rarest types of Titanic collectibles, says uh, an auctioneer talking about it. So the item's going to be sold in England April 18th, and it does come with extended paperwork to prove that it's real. So if you're like, hey, look at this chair you can't sit in. It was on the Titanic. And then someone's like, I don't think so. They give you paperwork as well. Why would someone really want that? I mean, it's like a tragedy where thousands of people died. Terrible deaths sinking to the bottom of the sea. And you're going to get... And, oh, yeah, and this is one of the chairs that and we're people want the memorabilia for $115,000. Wow. $115,000. So that's going uh, up for auction in England uh, in a couple days on the 18th. Uh, the chair was reportedly picked up by a crew that was sent to recover uh, bodies of the victims. Jesus. So that was in 1912. Uh-huh. So someone's hung on to it since then. Of course, uh, 1,500 people died after the ship hit an iceberg during its maiden voyage on April 14th, 1912. Wow. Aren't they going to make a Titanic 2? What? Wasn't somebody going to do a follow-up of the Titanic? What follow-up do you do? I thought they were going to do one about like the people after, after the Titanic happened. After the Titanic? Yeah. After Titanic? Yeah. Ooh, I would watch that. <coughs> See, I think it's. I think. I think I've got something there. If nobody is making that, maybe that's something. Well, because I'd want to see like the, um, you know, like the story of Rose and like what Rose you know. isn't real. I. We're talking about a movie. I'm not. Wait, are you talking about a documentary? I don't know. What are you, we were talking about the movie Titanic. You said, aren't they going to make a oh, sequel? Oh, fine. You can't just change that on me and then all of a so sudden. So you want the story of Rose after the Titanic? Yeah, because she goes on to like be. I think she was like in the circus or she was doing. She did all this crazy stuff. What? Like, How do after. you know that? Because they do a recap of her life at the end of the movie Titanic. Oh. The well, movie- you know what? That Actually, then if that's the case, that's like a billion dollars sitting right there. Oh, it is. Because for you would go see like that. For people like me, yeah, I go for see people it like you. three times. Oh, boy. That's like $45 from me. And there's hundreds of thousands, millions of you. There are so many of me. I'm going to have to get in touch with somebody. This is your... Million dollar idea. This is it. All right, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, if uh, if one rickety chair from the Titanic uh-huh. is fetching one hundred and fifteen thousand, what if she gets tried for murder for shoving Jack off? She didn't shove him. She just unsnapped oh, wait, his frozen I know, I realized hand. how I just said that. It sounded it sounded different. Uh, shoving Jack back into the water. All right, I'm I'm going to move on from this. Okay. Uh, next up, out of Fairbanks, Alaska. A pair of plastic shoes that left tread marks helped link a 22-year-old Fairbanks man to a burglary. 
So, uh, and the plastic shoes he was wearing? Crocs. He was wearing Crocs in he was, Fairbanks? He was wearing Crocs in Fairbanks. You know how and cold it left, probably is in Fairbanks right now? Well, because he left tread marks, telltale Croc tread marks, they were able to catch him. So I don't know what's more embarrassing, you know, that he was caught or that he uh, was wearing Crocs and they have telltale markings that you can leave behind. So what, did they just like follow him back to where wherever it was? Well, let me tell you. Uh, the owner of a building where break-ins had occurred provided uh, surveillance footage to police who posted it on their Facebook page. Uh, so this guy's name, his name is uh, Roland Huntington Grace. He was among several names that were mentioned by tipsters. So according to the court documents, Gray, uh, Grace wore Crocs when he came in for a police interview that he was called into. Turned out the Crocs he was wearing mashed the Croc prints at the, at the scene of the crime. Wait, wouldn't Crocs have different, or I mean, the, the same tread marks? The same tread marks on his Crocs, but they were found at the scene of the crime. But couldn't somebody else have been wearing Crocs? The mystery man? I, I don't know if there's a secret Croc mystery man. But this I is don't one know. of the guys named, and he wore the shoes that were the same tread marks as the burglary. The shoe fits the crime. The Croc fits the crime, Greg. Oh, is that how it works? Sure. Okay. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, Roland Huntington Grace is facing charges of burglary, theft, and criminal mischief, and really shitty footwear. <laughs> so the Sarah original? In connection with burglaries reported earlier this month, he, I guess he continually wore the crux when he would commit the crimes. Uh, Grace is in custody at Fairbanks Correctional Center. That sounds like the worst place on earth. Uh, online court records don't have an attorney listed for him. Uh, Grace has, in fact, admitted to the burglaries. Well, then I guess you're giving me nothing today. I'm not sure what to tell you. I mean, I'm following along with the stories. Are you just thrown off because people are speculating whether or not you're balding? I don't have any hot spots. Okay. A story out of Taiwan. Now, this is weird. I've never actually heard of this, but I guess this is something that happens quite common. Okay. So a morning... Widow, mourning like sad. Okay. Sad widow. Decided in order to celebrate her husband's passing, she wanted to hire strippers to, pre- to perform sexy coffin dances at her husband's funeral. Which wow. I guess is a thing in Taiwan. Huh. You know, she sounds like quite the lady, actually. I wonder if that happened, uh, you know, before he passed away. I don't think it happened before, but um, this is something that... Uh, I guess ha- occurs that where they'll actually hire strippers to do sexy dances around somebody's corpse to try and make it more entertaining for the guests. Oh, so it's for the guests, not for the uh, for the for the dead dead person. What do you think the dead person's getting out of? I don't know. Dancers. I mean, that's a hell of a funeral, though. Yeah. So the woman, uh, so the, the wife of the deceased, did hire uh, two strippers to perform s- uh, sexy coffin dances at her husband's <laughs> funeral. I mean, you mean a funeral is. Paying respects to somebody who passed away is too much of a hindrance to their day. Like going there for oh god, it's too much. I can't be sad for an hour. God, why do you have to die today? That they have to have strippers come in order. Uh, Sexy coffin dancers. Sexy coffin dancers in order for somebody to show up. Wow. Well, family and friends of the deceased. How much of an asshole must you have been in real life? If the only reason people will show up to your funeral is if you have... If you have sexy coffin dances? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like, screw that. I'm not going to Bob's. Well, fine. 
<laughs> well, family and friends of the deceased were left in shock after the two strippers, wearing nothing more than a pair of thigh-high boots and skimpy, uh, skimpy lingerie, got up to gyrate alongside the coffin in the bizarre send-off. So the two uh, strippers gave three performances, uh, one of which included a dance to Maroon 5's hit song, Moves Like Jagger. <laughs> and uh, went- number one, at my funeral, nobody should be playing Maroon 5. <clears throat> that it's would totally going to be Moves Like Jagger. No. I will haunt someone. Well, at one point during the sexy song, the strippers draped themselves over the casket and gyrated. The man's wife uh, booked the dancers for her husband's send-off to ensure his final journey was a memorable one. Now, sexy dancers, I guess in Taiwan, are uh, often hired to attract crowds, as Taiwanese culture suggests that more people who attend the funeral, the more honor they'll be given. (laughs) So they they hire strippers. Wow. For funerals. Uh, so the woman admitted she knew her husband had an eye for the ladies and thought hiring strippers would be appropriate to honor his memory. So her husband had died uh, of a stroke, and she had devoted her life to attending his every need. The wife did. So she even in death, she was attending to his every need. Wow. Yeah, so Taiw- uh, Taiwanese funerals, I didn't know this, have often been known to feature strippers since the trend became popular in the 1970s, which I can't believe I'd never actually heard of this I before. had no idea. Yeah, coffin dancers. So people will hire them so that people... Uh, like contem- that's their whole job? Yeah. So it says, in traditional Chinese and contemporary Taiwanese cultures, this signifies that for an event to be fun or noteworthy, it must be full of noise and crowds. And what better thing to get noise and crowds than a bunch of horny dudes watching strippers gyrate over someone's dead body? Yeah, that might get uncomfortable after yeah. a while. Uh, so there is a, a documentary out as well called Dancing for the Dead, which actually kind of... I would watch this. The the backstory of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I kind of want to see as well. So there you have it. Taiwanese culture is different than our culture. This is how you know that we're leading a nation full of man babies. Because a team of San Diego doctors said that a 29-year-old man has been treated for something that has been dubbed Candy Crush Thumb. Oh, wow. Candy Crush Thumb after he tore a tendon from playing the smartphone color-matching game. This is why the rest of the world does not take us seriously. A 29-year-old adult motherfucking male treated for Candy Crush Thumb. Candy Crush Thumb. Yes. Okay, that's one of the the games that I'm never going to download because I get those... Because you two would get Candy Crush Thumb? Probably. I probably would play it, but I also just because I get so many damn Facebook requests, so-and-so has, is, has invited you to play Candy Crush. So-and-so has invited you to play Candy Crush. No. that It, it drives me so crazy I can't even properly speak about how, how crazy well, this, it drives me. It, um, but no, the, the idea that... So what, what did you do? Like, played it so often? Do you just... He tore a tendon from playing tore Candy Crush. Tore a tendon? Crush. Yes. And their doctors are calling it Candy Crush Thumb. So uh, the doctors, writing in an internal medicine journal, said the man was found to have ruptured a tendon in his thumb and told doctors the injury had come from after playing uh, Candy Crush Saga on his phone all day for six to eight weeks. All day, every day. For six to eight weeks. That must be one of those people when you do play, because I play play a few games on my mobile phone, but sometimes they'll show the scores. And it'll be like, so-and-so is top score. And it'll be like 8,000 million times. 
anything that I will ever accomplish. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, how the hell does somebody get that high of a score? Candy Crush. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I've never played. And not Candy Crush, but I mean any, any kind of game yeah. like that. Like it's those people. I've never played it, but I have uh, a couple of my like super intelligent friends who like don't get sucked into like games. Like usually they're busy doing their fancy like fancy things. That game sucked them in more yeah. than any other game. I know some. I know one of our friends who used who used to play that a lot because I would get the stupid invite from him. <laughs> I think I even wrote on his Facebook page like, "I will never play this game with you. Stop inviting <laughs> Stop me. Stop inviting me to play Candy Crush." Yeah. All right. So this twenty-nine-year-old man. I use that loosely, uh, played Candy Crush on his phone all day for six to eight weeks. Doctors were able to fix the tendon by sur- uh, by surgically fixing it. Uh, the study said that the man did not report any pain in his thumb until the tendon actually ruptured, indicating the addiction to the game may have caused the patient to feel less pain. So he wasn't feeling the fact that he was... He was playing know, through the pain. He was playing through the pain. Wow. Uh, so the study goes on to say the potential for video games to reduce a pain perception raises clinical and social considerations about excessive use, abuse, and addiction. Further research uh, should consider whether pain reduction is a reason for some people to play video games excessively, manifest addiction, or sustain injuries and not know that they're injuring themselves. So also, uh, Candy Crush Thumb is the latest condition as a result from smartphone technology. I guess previous to this, there has been the term text neck, where people hurt their necks from looking down and texting too much. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, uh, the, the idea that... That you could be so obsessed with your phone. Because I like my phone. I look at my phone a lot. I just picked up my phone right now because I was talking about my phone. You did just pick up your phone. Why are you holding your phone? Because I'm trying to think about how you could possibly strain your neck that much. Like, I'm holding it out in front of me. I, I, how long would you have to have your neck down well, I mean, before you got what did they call it again? Text, text neck. Text neck. And now Greg is propping his phone in front of his computer for some reason. Trying to see if I can like angle my neck. Uh, how that would even happen? I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery. Now I kind of now I kind of look at it as a challenge to get text neck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a Japanese woman is facing uh, attempted murder charges after she allegedly slashed her husband's face with a kitchen knife after he left the bathroom too stinky. Oh. This is something that actually happened. Tokyo police say the attack was spurred by the smell that the victim left in the bathroom at their home. Uh, 29-year-old Emmy Mamu uh, said that her husband went to the bathroom and left an intolerably bad smell behind. Uh, she also said that the 34-year-old man was unapologetic about the smell oh, he was that bragging. he had left. Yes. He was bragging about it. All right. So uh, she became enraged with the fact that he was not more aware of the fact that he had stunk up their apartment and attacked the victim with a knife. It sounds like he was aware. He was just unapologetic. Yeah, being unapologetic about it. Uh, Well, attacked the victim with a knife, she did. And uh, she left a seven-inch gash in his left cheek. Oh, damn. Wow. That's hardcore. So so now she's facing attempted murder charges. A seven-inch gash? Seven-inch gash. That's big. How does he have that much face? Uh, I don't know if I have seven inches of face. Boy, yeah, I'm pulling. I mean, out I my, guess maybe holding up my thumb and my forefinger right like now, trying to think to... about seven inches. Yeah, I mean that's a huge slash on one side of the face, on just the left side it. of the face. You'd have to go up onto the head because he can't be just the face. Unless he's he a, a really very large big man. Face. I would think seven inches is two. Hmm. Yeah. No. You'd have to. You'd have to wrap that down onto the bottom of the face. 
Yeah, seven inches of face is a lot. Well, seven inches if you're just saying the left side of the face. Yeah, Greg and I are both. Uh, I mean, to I don't think you. I, I don't think I have of seven inches right of left side of face. Full face. That's that. You get you get seven inches there. That's Somebody a big cut. Get that out. Somebody cut that out. Well, uh, the Japanese woman is now facing a murder charges, although she denies that she tried to kill her husband. And I have to say I agree, because I don't think she's going to face murder him by cutting his face with a knife. Yeah, but if you cut, uh, give somebody a seven-inch cut, I'm probably not going to be too happy about that. Like, oh, I'm sure you weren't trying to kill me. It's fine. Nothing to see here. Just a giant knife scar across my face. No big deal. All because I was unapologetic. Didn't he, couldn't he just like light a match or something? That's, he probably should have. I mean, it's rude. It's not cut worthy. I, I worked one time, there was a, I won't even get into too many details about this. It was really weird. I, I worked at a professional office, quite professional office. And there was this guy, they had a design department was part of what this was. So blah, blah, blah. I was in like the sales marketing side and there was a design department and one of the design guys came over and he's like, dude, you got to come here. You got to, you got to come here. You got to come with me. And I'm like, all right, what's, what's going on? And he started leading me around to the bathroom. He's like, dude, I just took the biggest shit I have ever seen. You oh got to come look God. at it. Yeah. And he Gross. wanted me to go in. No. And he was serious. And I'm like, oh dude, no, no. He was so proud of it. He wanted me to take a look at what he had left in the disgusting. toilet. That is disgusting. Isn't it? Yeah. That's, and that, I swear, that's, that's what he wanted me to do. somebody you worked with? Somebody I worked with, yeah. Ew. Yeah. He didn't work there very long. I would imagine not. But I'm, And he wasn't joking. He was genuinely very proud of himself. He was like okay, really proud. Okay, all right. Okay. Ew. He was. That's uh, All right. Well, I do have a final story, and this mm-hmm. one comes from my favorite state in all of the United States, America. Where is it from, Greg? Florida. Florida. But not Port St. Lucie. To Melbourne, Florida, we go for this story. And here is my favorite sentence of the day. All right. Authorities in Florida say a Florida man on the synthetic drug Flocka ran nude, claimed to be the Norse god Thor, and attempted to have sex with a tree. Oh. Splinters. Which Flecka is that new, I think Flecka is the new uh, bath salts, except for with less face eating. Oh, okay. So Flecka is like this new synthetic drug. It's like, whereas with bath salts made you want to eat people's faces, Flecka makes you want to have sex with trees and also makes you feel like you're have superpowers. Okay. All right. This sounds like some old school. um, What was the stuff they used to warn us about in? Crystal meth? No, in like middle school, crystal meth wasn't around. It was like angel dust and stuff. Angel dust. I, I think that's what it was supposed to be. And then they'd always have the PSAs where somebody's like jumping off of a roof. I, I can fly. Then, yes. Bleh. Oh my God. I remember those. Uh-huh. I was it angel dust they were on? Yes, it was angel dust. Okay. Got to stay off the angel PCP. dust. PCP. PCP. Yeah. Isn't PCP the same as angel dust? I think so. I think they're the I same I think that's thing. what it is. So this sounds like a little bit of that in there, sounds but like m- minus the, the tree humping. That's that's There's something. A, else. Well, it doesn't say. All right, it doesn't say exclusively that people who take flock up want to have sex with trees. Okay, but in this Florida man's uh, instance, he sure did. Okay, uh, so right, so he claimed to be the Norse god Thor and attempted to have sex with a tree. So the man's name is Kenneth Crowder, forty-one years young, is believed to have been high on flocka, a synthetic drug rising in popularity in Florida. Uh, so police spotted. Kenneth Crowder running nude through a neighborhood. Now, witnesses then told police that Crowder shouted that he was a god 
while running nude through the neighborhood. And then <laughs> he stopped and began committing a sex act on a tree. Wow. Police say that Crowder was wearing jeans and a t-shirt when he was confronted in the area. Oh, well, they said he was nude, so he must have found clothes somewhere. Uh, I guess... I don't know where you would find him, but maybe he recovered his own clothes. I don't know. Well, they found him wearing jeans and a t-shirt. How was he... I mean, not that I really need no, exact... No, I don't, I don't think we need to... No, it just says having sex with I mean, tree. there'd have to be some damage. Ew. <sighs> it doesn't give any specifics. Okay. Uh, police officers um, confronted Crowder, and he acted aggressively toward the officers. Uh, when they kept asking him his name, he kept identifying himself as Thor or God. Uh, Crowder was in, was shocked twice with the officer's taser, but he pulled the probes out of his body and attempted again to fight with the police officer. Uh, then Crowder kept saying that he was the Norse god Thor and attempted to stab I the mean, officer. I mean, if he was, the electricity <laughs> would probably just fuel him. Right. Well, then he ripped one of the officer's uh, badges off of his chest and attempted to stab the officer with his own badge. Uh, more officers arrived and they were now, able to subdue <clears throat> Crowder. We're not going to go too far down this, this line of thought, but this man was tased, ripped them out, and stabbed a police officer with his badge. Yeah, he was attempting to. <clears throat> and was not shot. And was not shot. Is this man Caucasian? Yes. Okay. Crowder was arrested on charges of battery on a law enforcement officer resisting with violence and assault with a deadly weapon on a law enforcement officer. Police say that Flocka is the latest synthetic drug of the bath salts variety that can be snorted, smoked, or ingested to deliver a powerful high. The drug is also linked with violent behavior. So Flocka is taking over South Florida. So be aware, all of our South Florida friends. Man, they just come up with all the drugs. They do. Huh. Flocka. Who names them? They need to have a better naming department. For the I know the, bath salts. Yeah, bath salts. That was a terrible name. For some reason, I don't think Flocka. we know anybody that's responsible. Angel dust. That's a good name for a drug. Angel dust. It is. It's like a very eighties name for a yeah. drug. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, ludes. Quaaludes. I don't remember what those were. Those were like a seventies thing, but. Yeah, they need to they need to do some better work on that. Okay, some so more creativity. Isn't good enough for you? No, no. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh All right. Well, there you have it, my friends. That is your world crazy. As Shockwave says, drugs are probably named by people high on drugs. That's <laughs> could very well be the case. <laughs> that could be. I wonder, like, how the circles travel, like when you're naming a new drug. It's actually a good point. Like where that comes from? Yeah, like the first person to figure out how to synthetically make like bath salts. Like, like, how did it spread, like, down the line that someone's like, all right, oh, what's this shit? Oh, it's bath salts. And then they had, like, spread it so it's, like, all over the world. Yeah, I don't know. Is it all over the world or did it just stay down there in Florida? No, bath salts uh, made it all across the country. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't want to besmirch the spread of bath salts. Yeah. Of, don't of do this. that. That's yeah. just irresponsible. Right. Huh. Well, I think there's there's something to that. Maybe maybe that's a documentary you can make on that. Oh, thank you. I, I can't wait to spend my life making that. I think that would be great. Should we do a little bit of uh, ball talk? Oh. Oh. Oh, my. Okay. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay, first up in ball talk. The NBA playoffs are set. The matchups have been decided. 
And the games begin <laughs> this Saturday. So Saturday is when the NBA playoffs do start. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, based right here in Portland, Oregon, where we are, will be traveling to Memphis, Tennessee for their yeah. first game. And that will be on Sunday at, I believe it would have to double check, uh, sometime on Sunday. So they'll be taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies in the season matchup, the regular season, they face each other four times, where the Grizzlies won four times to zero. So Blazers did not beat the Grizzlies this year. Oh, well, then that's going to bode well. It's going to bode really well. So we're heading into the playoffs also with some, uh, some injuries still. Although, since the game's going to be on Sunday, there's speculation that Aaron Aflalo will be back, Batum will be back, hopefully McCollum, maybe Chris Kamen. However, still no Wesley Matthews or Darrell Wright. Uh, Wesley's gone for good uh, for this season, maybe maybe gone next year. Wesley Matthews may never play another game as a trailblazer. Mm. Darrell Wright probably won't either. Although, if we make it into the second round, we may get Darrell Wright back. That's possible. I don't think we're going to make it in the second round, but knock on wood, boy, that'd be great. It would be cool if we did. It's going to be a very, very, very tough matchup, I'll say that. However, the rest of the playoffs are all going to be good as well, so that does start this weekend. Um, The Oklahoma City Thunder eliminated from the playoffs, which made everybody outside of Oklahoma City, I think, Mm -hmm. smile just a little bit. Sorry, Oklahoma people. This is also the Northwest. So the but the uh, New Orleans Pelicans did make it into the playoffs for the first time as they're named as as they have been named the Pelicans. Oh yeah. So Anthony Davis in the playoffs for the first time. There we go. That's just a little bit of NBA talk because that that stuff is important. Uh, moving on to ball talk. There's the so Sarah, you and I just ran a 15k not very long ago. Uh, We're going to be part of Hood to Coast over this summer. Well, where we'll be part of this. Huge relay race, running three legs, totaling eh, about miles-wise. I'd have to double-check what mine is, but I'm going to guess we're running between 15 to 20 miles. Yeah, each. you're about, I think you're at 19. Sweet. And I'm like at, I think I'm like at 15 or oh. 16. That doesn't seem fair. So we're going to be doing that over this summer. And a lot of people are like, why Why do people run like this? Why do people do this? Uh, same thing with running marathons, you know, which I've never run a marathon. and may never run a marathon in my life. But people ask, you know, why do people do that? Well, here's the thing. There's been a study that happened about this, and they determined that the reason people keep running marathons is because their brain convinces them that it didn't hurt as bad as it did. Oh, yeah. That's totally it. So when they're running it, they feel the pain, but afterwards their brain tells them it wasn't actually as bad as it was. Why do you think we're doing Hood Hood to Coast for the third time? Yeah, because every time I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, like, if I'm in the middle or towards the end of like a... Eight mile run, nine mile run, and I'm about six miles in. I'm not very happy. I'm not a happy person. No, it's awful. And I remember like telling myself the first time I ran Hood to Coast, like as I was running, I'm like, "This is terrible." Remember Mm -hmm. how you feel right now. You don't want to do this again, right? Don't do this. Yeah. And then you fucking forget. Yeah, yeah. Which I should be training right now because that's about four months away. Okay, let's not even talk about that. Well, I'm just saying that's part of it. So we just have to convince our brains that um, everything feels great and that it's just amazing. Is it like people who, like, after they have a kid, they're like, oh, no, childbirth wasn't that painful. That's somebody in the chat just actually wrote that same thing. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see that. Yep. That I guess I guess that is it's it's one of those things where your brain just says no no it was good it couldn't have been that bad that's there's no way there's no way it hurt that bad no it hurts but then you get to talk about how awesome it was mm-hmm. afterwards all right finally in ball talk 
we just got a brief ball talk, but I do have to play this because this is kind of just coming out as far as I've seen. I believe, yeah, it just came out today. And it's a video. It's a security cam video that of a woman berating the attendant at uh, berating an attendant at a parking structure of some kind, a parking lot attendant. Okay. So the woman berating the parking lot attendant is prominently prominently on camera, and by all accounts appears to be ESPN reporter Britt McHenry. So Britt McHenry is. Um, I'm just gonna for a quick description. She's a hot blonde chick who reports on ESPN. <laughs> I mean it. Look up. You can pull up a picture of her. Maybe sorry. Maybe you can do that. And we can put one in yeah, the chat. Yeah. What was her full name? Britt B R I T T. Of course. McHenry. So she's an ESPN reporter, and this wow, camera footage. Wow, she looks. You can post a picture in the is live she, chat. Or is, just, is she bitchy? Well, I'm gonna play the audio, and okay. you tell me if she is bitchy or not. I'm just going to play the audio. And so so it starts off it's about a minute long and it starts off you'll be it'll be clear who the woman is berating and who the parking lot attendant is. Now the the video shows this woman on there and at one point it's pointed out that there is a camera and the woman looks directly at the camera. Which is why I'm pretty pretty sure this is Britt McHenry. I'm in the news, sweetheart. That's I will to this place. Okay, okay that's, that's fine. And I'll play your video, so careful. I'll play the video. That's why I have a degree in sure. I wouldn't work in some bad place like this. It makes my skin call even being here. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get you out of here quickly. Yep, that's all you care yeah, about. It's just taking people's money. Yeah. With no education. Yeah. No skill set. Just want to clarify that. Do you feel good about your job? So I could be a college dropout and do the same thing? Why could you have a brain and you don't? No Maybe if I was missing some teeth, they would hire me, huh? Yeah, Oh, like yours? But they look so stunning. Because I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer, honey. Lose some weight, baby girl. Yeah. What a bitch! Yeah. Wait, who was she talking to? What She what? was talking to a parking attendant. So some of the key things that she said during this. Uh, I'm in the news, sweetheart. I will fucking sue this place. So I could be a college dropout and do the same thing. I'm an, I, need to miss a, I need to be missing a few teeth. I heard that too. Yep. Uh, she said, I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer, honey. And then at the end she said, lose some weight, baby girl. So... I heard the, the, and she also said, if, if I had uh, a few less teeth, I bet I could work here too. Yes, she did. So ESPN now has received the report about this, and actually the update I have came about less than 10 minutes ago, where people are starting to ask ESPN, and a spokesperson for ESPN said, we are aware of a recent exchange between Britt McHenry and a towing company employee. We are now reviewing the matter with her. So they are admitting it was her, and they are reviewing that video. Bye-bye. I cannot. Yeah, I, I think I hope that's, to fucking God she gets fired. I think that's going to be bye. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how you put her back on air after that. 
I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer. It honey. doesn't make you fucking special because you're skinny and blonde and on television. Like you're no. like you might think you're unique, but you're not. You're you're a dime a dozen. There's going to be somebody else who can read off a teleprompter, who goes to the gym seven days a week, who tans and puts hair extensions in, yeah. who wants that job just as much as you do. Don't be a shitty human being. Yeah, and I'm not saying you know. This certainly isn't something about all women reporters on ESPN. Or no, men not reporters. at all. It's about this particular this woman. This particular woman. Wow. Wow. So, there we seriously, go. Seriously, Shaka saying, does she seriously think it takes a lot of brains to be a sportscaster? Like, I, I know there are some sportscasters that are very good at what they do. It doesn't seem like she's one of them. And who brags about that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm in the news, sweetheart. I will fucking sue this place. That's so like, rude. <laughs> well, and quite dumb. So I think her claims of having brains, uh, which is one of the claims that she makes in there, is probably false. So there we go. Britt McHenry in the news. ESPN now trying to figure out how to back themselves <laughs> out of this one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah, this story actually just came out right, right before we went on air. So it's it's a brand new story. Wow, like that's you'll you'll that's see it all over the place. Excessively bitchy. It's really bitchy. Like I'm sure and that I don't the know woman what... working in the tow yard that's like her dream job. Like that's really like right. And I don't know what the situation. Sometimes you have to work to fucking work. Like Jesus. And I don't know what the situation was. There's speculation that this might be a video from a couple of weeks ago, where because on April 6th she tweeted about getting her car towed in Arlington, Virginia, while she was eating dinner. So maybe that's what it has to do with that she got her car towed, but she was probably parking illegally. And you get your car towed. It sucks mm-hmm. sometimes, and that sucks. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta watch it. And also, she was even warned by the parking lot attendant. I heard her say that you're on video. Yeah, she said, "I'll just play this video," and then she continued to go. And then off. she got even worse. <laughs> yeah. Jeez Louise. So that was uh, it's pretty genius. Pretty genius. Sorry, I don't know why that bothers me. I think that just that the pretension and being so mean to somebody who's just like, if, if you're parked illegally, then yeah, just like how I do my somebody legally distinct for me does their daily run away from parking attendants who might or might not see that my tags are expired. Somebody legally distinct from you. Yes, yeah, somebody legally about. distinct for me that I might have had to go and repark my car today <laughs> if it was me, hypothetically. It's not you, though. Not me. Legally distinct. Legally distinct from me. It's the dance. It's... Well, there we go. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thanks to our wonderful sponsor, Sonic Sketches, sonicsketches.com. Uh, let's see, what holiday's right around the corner? Maybe it's your loved one's birthday. Maybe it's uh, 4th of July. It's coming up kind of soon. 4th of July? Well, sure. somebody else has a birthday around that time and would probably like a sonic sketch of maybe their own band that somebody could load one up and then... Is it somebody who is self-described as having a Magnum P.I. chest? <laughs> I don't know. It okay. sounds like an amazing person. <laughs> SonicSketches.com. So essentially what they do, they, you can upload whatever song you want or they already have songs on there and they turn that into artwork suitable for framing. That's kind of their tagline. They convert the song into a waveform and, and print it out on beautiful paper, uh, either a three-panel... 
uh, piece that you can get, or there's also the newer ones that are printed out on the aluminum, which if you see the pictures of our green room, and minus the Christmas tree to the side, because they, we don't put that in the pictures, in the actual picture... It would picture, probably add to the picture, though. I mean, if you had your own Christmas tree next to your Sonic sketch, it would probably illuminate it with its, like, plug-in lights. Our Sonic sketch... have a nice reflection on the aluminum. No, no. The, our Sonic sketch actually hangs right below our name, uh, painted on the wall in the green room, and it is the first 30 seconds... Of our first episode ever of Fun Employment Radio, and that is what it, he converted it into a beautiful piece of art- artwork that we have up on our wall. It's so awesome. So you can upload anything you want. Like, say you got married, you want to upload your wedding vows or something like that. You could do that, or a recording from something. All of that is possible at sonicsketches.com. Use the code Fun Employment, and you get free shipping. So use that code, let them know that... Uh, that you, that you heard about them from us. And for the record... It really is a great gift. Greg does not have a hot spot on his head. That he claims. It's not a hot spot. I don't have a hot spot. And I don't have hair hats that I wear. Sure. Mm. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. We appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, don't forget to vote for the best podcast in Portland on oh. the Willamette Week. Yeah, we'll post that later. Okay, we'll post it. All right, yeah. Vote for vote for Fun Employment Radio. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Way to shove that in under the line. Trying to. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.